Whoa! It's the coffee. It's the coffee. It's the coffee. Yeah. It's the extended intro version. Yeah. Is what I like to. But the fans. What I like to call that. I really fired up today. Well, I mean, they just. It sounds you like were so good this Sunday that they just wanted it, to give you a little extra. It sounds like the Hallelujah chorus in heaven because yeah. it says that they cried out with a loud with a loud voice. Yeah, we need I, to get a little louder, don't we? Yeah, I mean, what is the deal with people not talking back to the preacher? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I was yelling at you when you were last week when you were doing my God is so big, so strong, so mighty. I was trying to yell at you the right. Yeah. I, I thought I heard somebody. It was me. I was in the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this I heard something like the loud voice. You know, it's funny. Loud voice of the multitude in heaven. Hallelujah. Do you know what I hear sometimes when we're in there? Chirp. <laughs> sometimes. I told them the hallelujahs <laughs> and the amens is Bible. It's That's biblical. Bible. Well, Sing I mean, it. they got all excited in the Do you remember that? They were hallelujah and they were hallelujahing then as well. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise There's a lot of the Lord. So, I mean, Psalms, David's dancing and he's, he's it's carried away, carried away. I mean, it just gets all crazy. Get all it. the instruments. Out. We, we should probably introduce ourselves. We've been talking for five minutes now. And I'm Harold. I'm Danny. And this is the two by two podcast. Uh, we are from Burlington Baptist church. We are brought to you by CrossFit, Northern Kentucky. And we have a new sponsor this week, Kentucky olive. Yes. And, uh, you should new, have been ready. New sponsors. Man, I thought I had it right what, what there. What are you doing? Quality oils and balsamic. www.kentuckyolive.com. They're in the Florence Mall. Yes, they are. And uh, owned by Tom and Tanya Spiele. Yes. And uh, they want to be sponsors. And uh, yes. they f- they fill out. No, they didn't fill out the application. We just let them, let well, them in. They're, they're working on it. If it's we, a long application. We point so. to their. Oh, ready? I think we did it already. But oh. it's a, I mean, it's a long uh, it's a long application process, but we decided because uh, Tom is our um, listener of the week again. Yeah, yeah. That we'll just let them slide through on the application process. It's possibly the easiest sponsorship you could you could have, really. So if anybody else is out there interested, yeah, we, uh, we're accepting all applications. We could spend the first two minutes each week of talking about our sponsors. Going. You know, it, we really could, and but. Uh, just you know, kidding, just kidding. We, no, we really could. We, they, and they're just good friends of ours, too, which yeah. is really, really kind of nice, too. That they, I, I, I'm excited that at least, so there's four people <coughs> involved at the gym and two people at um, Kentucky, Kentucky Olive. Olive, Florence, Kentucky, Kentucky Olive. There's there's two people involved in that. Jessica, do what you can do with that mess that I just, <laughs> I just gave you. But th- that means at least six people a week. Yeah, we'll we'll at least listen to this podcast and possibly share it. Um, we don't tell people to do that enough with our with our digital media stuff. Like and share uh, anytime you come across uh, should, something from the church. Should we put that in the application? If you if it's in you there. sponsor us, you got to listen. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's in there. Okay, it's real fine print. Real fine print. That's it's like good. this. It's like the little um, backing yeah. verses when you read the Bible and they got this little bit of things. Yeah. It's it's kind of like that. Yeah, but uh, give me but, yeah. pray. Yeah, let's praise, praise in here. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word. And uh, Lord, I just enjoyed uh, talking about the marriage supper of the Lamb. And uh, we know that it's all about the Lamb. He's worthy. And uh, all of heaven acknowledges that. And uh, just the thought that Jesus is going to come back for his bride, the church for us. 
uh, is exciting, and uh, we want people to know what Jesus did for us and, and be a part of the bride and be in the family of God. And so use this time, we pray, to, uh, uh, to invite people into your family, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I, I got a revelation, I guess, which is kind of a you know air quote revelation while you were kind of uh, preaching on this Sunday. And it was in the first service because in the second service, I had a couple of other things going on. I had to run kind of in and out. But Jesus came as a baby, born yeah. of a virgin, died on the cross, resurrected. So because of where we are in, our, in, in time, right, where you and I are, where we are talking to everybody in now, we're in the courtship period with Jesus, right? That's why we need to really... Well, I think trussel. Right. Which I think, which you kind of talked about, which is really kind of exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of exciting. Like, this is this is the, we're getting ready for the big day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or, so, or that's the feeling we should have, right? Yeah. Right. So, the three stages of the, the wedding for Jewish, ancient Near East. Mm-hmm. Just Sunday, I was talking about how I think those correspond to our salvation. And uh, and so, the first stage is betrothal or mm-hmm. engagement. And uh, it's it's legally binding for right. them. And so, you know, we're committed to Jesus through faith. He's faithful to us. Right. Um, and so the second stage is preparation. Well, he's gone to prepare a place for us, right. John 14. And, uh, and so, uh, all that has to take place now is he'd come back and get the bride. And, uh, I believe that that's going to be the rapture. We'll yep. meet him and he'll take us to the father's house, present us during the time of tribulation. Yep. And then we'll come back for the marriage supper and that'll extend into the millennial kingdom, and uh, it's kind of the ceremony, and we'll be forever with the Lord, and um, it's glorious. Pretty yeah. cool, right? Yeah. Well, I see, did you like that segue I gave you? Yeah, yeah, was, the, that was good. Yeah, I thought about that. But no, I mean, I was just kind of sitting there thinking, man, this is like, you know, like when me and Tina were dating, mm-hmm. and you'd get all excited about, you know, furthering your relationship, or growing like, or like when you and Jenny were dating after you saw her, what was it, to Walmart? Yeah, at Walmart. And, uh. And you saw her was like, man, I gotta, the I gotta Walmart. get to know. The the, that's why I said the Walmart. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I said, yeah, man, I got, I gotta get to know that yeah. lady. She's a, she's fine looking. She was, she was something else. Very pretty. Yep, <laughs> she still is very pretty. beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. So, um, I, I think it's interesting to note, and then I'll let you kind of go into uh, some of the stuff that you you talked about. And I thought it was really good. It, it's Revelation, again, we've talked about it before. It's one of those books that people kind of steer away from, Mm -hmm. but there's so much good stuff and so much good information and so much information that you can go, well, a lot of this is applicable right now. And we spent a lot of time in our Sunday school class when we went through the book of Revelation going, what what part of this, besides the things that John saw and all the the seven trumpet judgments and the seven bowl judgments and all that stuff, is applicable to the church now? Well, all of it, Right. Yeah, but you don't get mention of the church in Revelation from I think it's the end of chapter one, all the way to nineteen, right? He never mentions uh, after three. After oh, three, the, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah three. Yeah. So, there, so the church is gone for all of the terrible stuff, which is what we believe the tribulation to be yeah. for us. So, yeah. So I think it's pretty interesting that that um that, that that's the way it's kind of shook out. You, you get through most of this, the middle of the section yeah. of this book, and then you get to this is where the church is is, is the bride right. in this in celebration. Comes back, comes yep. back as the bride, yeah. Yep. So, uh, you, you know, uh, Miss Reba was asking about Revelation. Why don't we preach? Why don't preachers preach on Revelation? You know, you know. I know for 15 years myself, I, I was just intimidated, to, <coughs> not just to study it, but to be able to preach it because 
Uh, you know, it's one thing to study something and even to teach, but to preach without losing people right. uh, is is difficult. But uh, you know, I think as you study Revelation, it's it's not as complicated. It's not, and uh, it it is it's it's glorious if you can take the time to get in there and dig it out and, and see how the pieces fit together. And you're going through Daniel and there's pieces right. that fit together there. And, uh, you know, even going back, you know, the betrothal Paul says in second Corinthians 11 two, I, I'm jealous for you with a godly jealousy because I betrothed you or promised in marriage to one husband to present you a pure virgin. So that, that language kind of fits right. together with different things. And, and then Christ is working to sanctify his bride and, and it does it with the word. Yep. And, uh, and so all along God's doing some work in our lives, uh, to get us ready to, to meet our bridegroom. And, uh, and so the, I think Revelation kind of helps put some pieces together. The judgment. How do how do we uh, adorn ourselves? Where's that come in? Right. And, and uh, trying to fit those pieces together uh, is is the exciting part of, of Bible study. Sometimes it's really I, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, it really is. It, you know, and and a lot of people talk about the different styles of preaching. I like taking verse by verse and going, okay, what does this mean? And is this translation? Yeah. What is this translation the right way to look at this and things like that? Because that's that's really neat for me. And one of the really neat things I found out about, which is goes right along with what you're talking about, is um, I took a class and they broke down what a Jewish marriage ceremony really looks like right yeah and it's a lot different than what we're used to here in the united states or or or, or recent times where you you get married on a saturday night and then you have a little party afterwards and then the bride and groom goes off sunday to wherever they happen to be going yeah they had seven days worth of 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 lead up yeah and they had seven days after you know and they had all this stuff that was involved and the way that some of the scripture is written god gave it in a similar manner to how they celebrated these things. like in the, yeah. in a, And a marriage was a really big deal. Yeah, it and was, it still is a big deal. But I mean, to them, it was a really, really, really big, really big deal. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it is. It was. <laughs> yeah, so, and so seeing how that works together is, yeah. is really cool. And, when you see the order of the marriage and how he wrote, how some of this is written to match that ceremony. I mean, he did yeah. that a lot with, you know, the Passover and the lamb and things like that. I mean, it's it's a common thing throughout the world. And if, if uh, marriage represents... Christ in the church, Ephesians five, then this celebration is just on steroids, right? Magnified for, for this one wedding of the bridegroom right. who laid down his life, who paid a price like it's never been paid for a bride. Right. Jesus gave his life, and so when we think about that again, if the celebration is a thousand years, it it's begin to thinking well that. That's that is appropriate because right. there's never been a price paid like he paid, right. and there's never been someone with the riches that God has. I mean, he owns the he owns everything, and yep. so, uh, you know, thousand years, hey, it's yeah. God, right? And uh, it's His Son, and so you you would think it's going to be pretty awesome, magnificent, yeah. yeah. Well, and you had Brad read the verse uh, before, you know, to him a, a day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. You know, to us, a thousand years is like man. You know, that seems like a really long time, but to them, it's like, yeah, fraction, you yeah. know, just a, yeah. just a uh, piece of, a speck of sand along a beach full yeah. of, you know, full of. And in light of eternity. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I think one of the interesting things is about this is as a believer who wants to speak to, I'll just wax my microphone, to non-believers, this, this helps me 
put into kind of a, a framework that they understand just the importance of what Jesus did and what he is going to do. We focus a lot of times on his death and his resurrection, and rightly so. Sure. Right. But remember back in the day when we when I was a kid, I remember used to, I used to hear, you know, uh, preachers go, you know, he's coming back. You better be ready. Yeah. And you what what would it look like? And I had a preacher say this to me when I was well, not to me, but to the church. I think when I was probably in my teens. And he said, yeah, and if you knew me in my teens, you'd understand why this hit me so hard. But he, he basically said, if, if Jesus came back to claim his bride last night, how would you have looked? Yeah. And I was just kind of sitting there like, not good. I would have, yeah. <laughs> would have not been very good. I would have had to explain, you know, some of this stuff away. So I think that's, that's one of those things, you know, every day as a believer, we got to get ready and be able to explain to those we're, we're talking to, and especially with our focus on discipleship and, and spreading the gospel that, that we've been doing here, ready to kind of build that crown and get ready for when he comes yeah, back. Yeah. You know, and not to chase the rabbit I, somewhere this week I heard or read or something about, you know, the, the omnipresence of God, that God's everywhere all the time. And, you know, we believe that. Absolutely. And yet if we did believe that, maybe we wouldn't go and do and watch and say some of the things if we actually believe that God is there with us what do we do <laughs> so some of the things we do you know so I kind of think you know my mom used to get mad at me all the time and, and she she'll probably, she listens to this so she'll she can ask she could probably amen this so she would she would get on me when I was in my teens and she would go you know Jesus Jesus is gonna watch if you do I'm like he already knows you know, <laughs> he already knows what I'm doing. Of course, that's kind of an excuse. One of those things, right? Where, you know, and I find myself going, I, I don't know. I just—it's like you put that out of your mind. Yeah. And then, and then you come back to it. Your conscience, you know, the Holy Spirit, which I—I I believe your conscience is the Holy Spirit. A lot of times, going, "Hey, dude, you got pretty far away over here, and and you forgot that." We saw that and, and uh, you know, and all this stuff. And that's, you know, that's the, where the repentance comes in. But, but I'm with you. I wish that I would go into more situations in my life going, Jesus is standing next to you. Yeah. So how to, how, you know, are you going to make him proud the way yeah. you handle this conversation or way the, the way you handle this sin that's yeah. approaching? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So good point. Yeah. What, is, what else you got? Well, um, we got, we got you know, off topic. Just, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, in 2019, mm -hmm. I was preaching through Revelation, and uh, when I got done, I I really get stuck on this verse, uh, verse three, uh, verse eight. She was given fine linen. Talking about the bride has mm -hmm. prepared herself in verse seven. She was given fine linen to wear, bright and pure. For the fine linen represents the righteous acts of the saints. Oh. And uh, I, I I got a book outline that I. Uh, I still want to do, but mm -hmm. uh, the gist of it is is how we can be a beautifully adorned bride with the caution is, obviously, this doesn't save us, but every bride wants to look beautiful yeah. on the day that, of wedding day. Yeah, yes. And as believers, we, we want to be, as, and again, it's, we, we want to be careful not to get puffed up in what we do and our righteous deeds, but, but it says she's prepared herself, and so I... So I, the first chapter would be uh, adoration, mm -hmm. just being in love with, with Jesus. Right. And then the whole, the main meat of the book would be the adornment. Right. And just really kind of start at uh, baptism, being involved in church, yeah. discipleship. I, I did it 
in alphabetical order, but discipleship, evangelism, uh, and just running through spiritual disciplines right. uh, that help us grow, sanctification type stuff. Yep. And uh, it, I mean, in particular, I, I, I really want it for especially new believers. But to say you've met Jesus and uh, He's coming back one day, and uh, we want to prepare ourselves. We want to be beautiful, right. and so let's be baptized as believers. Yep. Let's be a part of the church. Yep. Let's be a disciple. Let's share the good news, and uh, and and serving and and missions and all those kind of things are included. And then, uh, and and then the last chapter would be anticipation. Right. The fact that He is coming back. We should live. That's yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That, that's really the part. And I know you focused on all those other parts. And I and again, a lot of times when we I did it again, but a lot of times when you and I talk on here, I really think about what 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 um what kind of hits me in the messages. Are you anticipating? I, I mean, I'm a believer, and I work at the church, and I you know I, I get it. Yeah. Are you anticipating His return? Yeah, he he. Are are you excited for him to come back? You should be. Yeah, I mean it's going to be awesome, right? I mean yeah. this is a huge, huge deal. So I, I got to catch myself every once in a while, especially going man, get excited yeah. about it. and and sure. then it's it's that same kind of thing where as a believer, like you talked uh, talked about, I want to be adorned in in awesome things. I yeah. want to look really yeah. good, and and what I want is I want him to look at me and go, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, well done. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm wanting, you know, when and he so comes back. The different perspectives. I, I said there's a positional and a practical righteousness. Positionally, when the father sees us, he sees us as righteous. Right. And uh, so he's got I mean, we have no righteousness of our own. We understand that. Our righteousness is filthy rags. Absolutely. But then the, the the practical part is is our adornment right. and living for him and uh I mentioned that Sarah had asked that when when she got saved if if I don't do things for my salvation and Jesus has done it all. What, what do I do? And I, I think this is where that fits. We we don't do this to be saved, right. but we do this because we want to be beautiful for, right. for Jesus. And, and I mean, you know, and there's, there's tons of supporting scripture for those very things, right? You got yeah. James faith and works. You've got um, Paul talking in Romans about justification through faith and all this yeah. other stuff. So, I mean, this is not, yeah. it's not a new idea. And you got right. Paul talking about, what are you building with? Right. Wood, hay, straw. Right. Going to be burned up. Right. Or, or gold, silver, precious stones. And, and I, you know, I, I, we've talked about this on here before. And I have a, I have a friend who has, he's a Christian. He's a believer. Uh, I've had many conversations with this particular fellow. And he goes, man, I just, I was, I was baptized Catholic when I was a little kid. And the, the pastor they have now really just wants him to get baptized. He goes, man, I just don't really understand the point. Well, well, from my point of view, of course I have, I have to tell you, you know, I believe, I don't believe you have to be baptized to go to heaven. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to. That's yeah. that's my personal yeah. opinion. I'm like Jesus, Jesus got baptized. Yeah, I want to show people that I'm new. I want yeah. I want that public profession of faith that hey, He is washing me new. Now I appear righteous. I thought yeah. I just can't understand, yeah. and that's like the good works part, right? If you love Jesus and yeah. you you are following what He wants you to do, why would you not want to go do nice things for people and serve people and yeah. do the things that you know exactly? So, so if we if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, then do what Jesus said and did. He exactly. He was baptized, and so yes, that, that's was. really your first step. Right. And uh, you know I've you know Ken Ken's my one that got saved, and yeah. uh, you keep bragging about that. When, yeah, I'm just man, that's awesome. But uh, <laughs> he initially was like, man, got to get baptized in front of people. But you know that was before he. And he now he's telling his family, and yeah. uh, you know, you know, I think there's initial fear, mm-hmm. but uh, but then realizing, you know, I 
he died for me and right. I, I want to do and it might get you out of your comfort zone uh, but you, you want to follow him and, yeah. and so baptism is a first step in that and then obedience service yes. all those things come and uh, and so uh, you know, and I, there's a few people that know that uh, I've started on this book and just not made progress and so uh, <laughs> Lord willing I, I, I'll, I'll make I'm trying to do some of that on Friday just try to but uh, I don't know why it's been such a challenge. I mean, it happens sometimes. I think he puts, well, especially for for us, you know, we're going through, it's really interesting that you say that because he we're going through the book of Daniel in Sunday school. But for some reason, I have been reading Mark. Yeah. I, I don't have anything on Mark in any classes. I don't have anything going on. Just for some reason, I have been going through Mark and really, really kind of uh, pouring through small sections of Mark. Because uh-huh. the way it's written is very interesting anyway, right? Because you got like a little section here and then a little section here. So I've kind of been doing that. And I don't really know why, but I think I'll figure out something will pop up and I'll go, oh, that's why you've had me. Kind yeah. Of, kind of drawn to this book. And that's you know generally the way he works with me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let but me mention, you know, Jesus gives a parable about uh, 10 bridesmaids and, um, you know they know the bride's coming. I mean the the groom's coming. Yep. But five of them's not prepared. Right. And uh, and say so there's some people who I, you know I think they come to church and uh, they know some things. They know Jesus is coming back. And they know Jesus died for them, but they're they're not ready for him to come back. Yeah. And uh, and so don't put that off. Uh, you know that's a, a you're, you're out of luck if the groom comes back and you're not ready. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not a good look in the Book of Revelation. You're, you, you know, you've got an opportunity after that, but you don't get spared from all of the. Yeah, I made know. reference to chapter twenty. I mean, that's the Great White Throne Judgment, and that's yeah. for the unbelievers. And uh, the books are going to be open, and uh, you're sinner. We're we're all sinners, but ours mm-hmm. has been forgiven. But if you're not in Christ, you're going to give an account for your life, and it's 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 not going to turn out well. Yeah. And so Jesus died for you. He loves you, and uh, he he. He's going to come back one of these days, and you need to be ready for that. And we, we want to help you be ready for that. I mean, that would be our privilege to to be able to absolutely help you be ready for that. So here's a question, and and I, I didn't pref I didn't I didn't give you any warning beforehand about this, which I generally don't. But uh, when you talked on the, in the second service, and I cannot remember if you did in the first service or not, but you talked about uh, the church being judged, and you made the specification of we don't get judged for our sin because any sin that we have, he just sees Jesus. He just sees Jesus, yeah. right? We're judged on our works and we're, our crown's going to get built because of the works that we do. So I wanted to be clear about that just because that's yeah. something that I yeah. have been asking. They're like, man, I don't want to, yeah. you know, so, I don't want to stand in front of him. I'm like, why are you? Some, some people want to know about that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, unbelievers will give an account and uh, they're going to be guilty because they're sinners. We're all sinners, but our sins have been forgiven. Yep. And so Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Uh, even though we're sinners, Jesus took my sin, your sin. That, that's why he went to the cross. That's why he, he became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made right. And so we don't have to give an account for, for our sin. But uh, so 1 Corinthians 3 is this judgment seat of Christ. And we'll give an account for are good and bad, and it'll be a rewards judgment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so crowns, maybe this adornment comes into play because God's going to reward faithfulness. Yep. And uh, and and it says that some some is going to be burned up. Uh, we're, we're still saved, uh, but I kind of compared that to like showing up on your wedding without 
making yourself ready. Nobody wants to do that. And so, uh, I've done a lot of weddings. I've seen some grooms that probably could have spent a little more time. Grooms. Never brides. Yeah. But yeah. some grooms probably could have maybe got themselves together a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mentioned the, that some people say, well, I, you know, just, I don't care if I get a shack in heaven. Just, and I get that, but yeah. no, no bride says that about the groom. Right. And as believers, if, if we take into account that what Jesus did for us, that uh, the only reason we're going to heaven is because he died for our sins. I mean, we, we want to be beautiful in his sight yep. and we, we want to, uh, we're sinners. We, we know that. So we're not saying perfect or anything like that, but we, we want to grow in godliness, purity, uh, service. Uh, we, we want to do the things that we know pleases. If you yep. want to do things that pleases Tina. Absolutely. And I, I yep. do Jenny. Uh, and so we want to please him. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I mean, and then going back to, you know, our, our significant others, we talk about them pretty often, but I mean, that's, that's the perfect model yeah. for, for what we want in our house. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I want, I want to be, I, I mean, I don't, I know that there'll be some people that will laugh about this, but I want Tina to look at me and think that is a beautiful, wonderful person yeah. that tries to put me on a pedestal. Cause that's what Jesus does for us. Right. I mean, he puts yeah. us up on a pedestal. And, yeah. and, and I mean, he, you know, he died for us. He loves us so much. He shows us multiple times throughout scripture, how much he loves us. Yeah. And I just think it's, I think it's neat. I thought it was a really, really good, um, a good lesson. Yeah. And, and, and when you, when you did it, I was like, man, that's, you know, so I'm always interested when you tell me a topic and I'm like, where's he going with this? Yeah. Where's he going to do? What's he going to so, do? So Ephesians five, we know husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, gave himself for her to make her holy cleansing her with the washing by the water of the word. Yeah. Uh, he did this, present the church to himself in splendor with the, I mean, so that's the God wants to do this work of sanctification right. in our lives. And so it's not right. just trust in Jesus. I mean, that's the first step, right? Uh, but the great commission is to go and make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Yeah. And so we want to teach people. We, we want to help people to grow in godliness. And uh, we, we want to, we want that picture of us being a, a beautiful bride. Yep. And yeah. uh, he's given us his word and his spirit for that. And so uh, it's not like we don't have the, you know, it's, we got the makeup. We got everything we need to be beautiful. Right. The word, the spirit. Yep. And uh, and so be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. So part of this work is the discipleship stuff that we're, that, that we're, we're really focusing on here at church. And I, and I think that's awesome. Um, so, and then we've got a ton of that coming up. Yep. And I mean, this just kind of says, "Hey, you, you, if you need help figuring out some good works, we can help you." Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, even without the discipleship training, if you need help, if you want something to do, we will, we have we got you. You know, I was listening to we had lunch with the seniors today, which was awesome because yes. I'm gonna miss those guys. But um, and they're so supportive. You know, yeah. of a guy that looks like me, and that you know, they're just so so uplifting Amen. and supportive. Yeah, what's well, true? Yeah, happy fourth anniversary today. Oh, thank yesterday. you, that thank was you. Exciting. Yeah, it was yeah. exciting, but you know, it, it's it's one of those things where, I guess, you know, I think about those people. A lot of those people I've known my whole life have discipled me. Yeah, and and I don't know, you know, I don't even know if they know. You yeah. know, I mean, just to, I look to them and go, well, they've as much as just. Being supportive of me as a person that that did not follow the way most people around yeah. here grew up, right? Yeah. 
Um, There's some awesome comments for you yesterday. Yeah, there was. I mean, it's just, it's very humbling. And it's one of those things where you just go, man, you know, I wish that you, I just want everyone in church to just be that for one other person in in church, you know, and And I hope I am. I hope, I hope I am from And when we get old, we want to, we want to, you know, we want to. Yeah. Do that for younger people. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, I would love for somebody, you know, and again, I, you know, you, you don't really know how to express and just say, you know, just by you showing up every yeah. Sunday yeah. And, and being supportive, even of a fellow that looks like me and acts like I used to, I, I, I just love it so much. Yeah. I'm so appreciative. But, so, uh, so really excited about our men's discipleship. We've got nearly 40 signed up so far. That's awesome. Man, I, I, I really, as talking to Brad this week, I, I just really think that as a church, we, we'll see, um, we'll see benefits for this for years to come as, our men grow in uh, not knowledge, but just relationship with one another and yep. accountability and just being godly men. Uh, that's just one of the best investments. That I agree. I, we can I, make. And so, so, so excited about that. And ladies are ladies as well, but ladies, ladies have been more open to, you know, getting together. Yeah, they're not messing around. Get. I think they had one last night. Sarah led it, yeah, which was really, yeah. really cool. And um, there's 20 some Wednesday night. That is that what it is? Jenny's doing in, that's really exciting. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, it is awesome. And then, um, so they've got, and then they've got the family game night coming up in March twenty seventh. So they're they're looking outside the box. They're they're they've taken their recruiting an extra yeah. step. Yeah, they yeah. said we see your men's breakfast and we raise you a family game night. <laughs> they they and, it's good. It's good. They're so much more creative than we yeah, are. They are. I was like, what can we do? Oh, we can eat. All right, we'll do that. Yeah. Well, we, that worked last time. Let's do it again. <laughs> That's right. And then the kids are coming back May 10th, pandemonium style. Pandemonium style. That sounds pretty good. Beth's excited. I mean, I, Beth, I mean, you know, Beth is excited. Yeah. It's really fun to see her. So when she was talking about it today, I was like, look how, look how yeah. excited she is. It is is good. It's good. And this, I'm excited too. Good things. Too. Sarah and Amy getting baptized, getting baptized Sunday. This week and Ken's getting baptized. And, and, and I it, know somebody else that wants to get baptized and they want you to do it, but I haven't even told you yet. Oh, tell you later. Have you talked? What? Oh, now I'm excited. You don't know. Well, I mean, I was excited before. But I'm really excited. You don't know about this one. There, is it? <laughs> I didn't even try to talk them out of it. I was like, I, you didn't even try to. No, I didn't. You get, I've been so pray for your one. We're yeah. still we're still doing because your one got saved, and that's it. That isn't, but that is a neat. That's hey, a neat one team. of my new ones. I asked him Sunday if I could talk to him this week. Was it? it was it one we share? Yeah, yeah. No, I talked to him. No, today. no. Oh, it's not. No, it's another one. It's a different one. Yeah, it's the other one that's the same name as mine, but not the same. Yes. So I've got two with the same name, and you've got two with the same. We share one of them. Yeah. So there's three people with the same name. Getting you care prayed about? For. You care about my second one? Too. I absolutely do. And he said, "Yeah, good, so. good deal, good deal." So, <laughs> praise the Lord. That's awesome. We. You think you think that's so funny? It's like it's like hey, hey, man, the harvest is plentiful. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. it, it is awesome. We've got three guys that, and and one of them. I don't think I, he he shared this last time, so I won't say anything about it. But 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 I've been praying for him a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot, and I, I love him so so much, and and uh, I'm just excited for. He just continues to seem to be growing and asking yeah. good questions and things like that. So I like. I you like can that. tell when guys working in somebody's life. Oh yeah, and uh, praise yep. the, praise the Lord for that. Yep. So. so do not give up hope. I have this particular guy. It has been over this particular person. I said guy, so they know it's a, they know it's a boy, but a man. But uh, I had asked him to come just to come to church. Almost, it was almost I think two years to the day when he decided to show up on a Sunday. Yeah, that's which awesome. was pretty awesome. Yeah, so um, 
it, it, it's not your time. It's God's time, and, yeah. and it's a pretty yeah. cool deal. So, Hey, let's give one more shout-out to our new sponsor. Kentucky Olive. Kentucky Olive. Yeah. Great Is that right? Is that okay? You got it. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you so much uh, just for the opportunity to get together and just discuss your word. Lord, we just thank you for um, just the, the stories in this book that you put in here for us to have, Lord, for our lives. And, and, and Lord, help us to just continue every day to remember, to get excited about Jesus coming back and, and what he did for us, Lord. And, and, and while we're in the betrothal period, Lord, to just want to do things to just to just glorify the kingdom, Lord, and and for you to look down on us and go, yep, that's what that's mm-hmm. what we want you to do. And Lord, we just thank you for that. Thank you for just adding numbers to our church, and help us to um, to take that growth, Lord, and, and just just turn that into something that's just marvelous for you, and, and help mm-hmm. us to do that in a way that you want us to do it, and always led by you. Please thank yeah. you so much for your Son Jesus. It's in His name we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy anniversary.